and Ariana, and this is Through the Grapevine, where two friends sip celeb wine while spilling celeb tea, and we're back. We're back. We had a, we had a week off last week. We were, um, yeah. well, holiday hiatus. Decompressing after, yeah, the holidays. <laughs> we got to see each other. Yeah. Drank very much. That's probably the most yeah. drinking I've done in consecutive days <laughs> oh for my a very, God. very, very long time. Oh, buddy. I was acting like the alcohol was going to run out. I cannot believe how I was... <laughs> Prohibition acting. era was coming back. Seriously. Actually, today is December 5th, and it's like the anniversary of the, peel, the repeal of Prohibition. Just a little is it really? tidbit. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Not enough people talking about it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> important in American culture. Um, what a mistake we made with that law. Like, yeah. What? It, I, I truly can't imagine. I would have been in the bootleg joints, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just criminals. Yeah, me, Al Capone. Like,. <laughs> Only the only the hardest of hard figures. What yeah. uh what other traits do you think you and Al Capone would have shared? You know, not liking to pay taxes. But I do it, <laughs> unlike him. Um I don't know. I don't know. Like in her fine clothing. <laughs> <laughs> not I don't have a lot in common with an Italian mobster. Like in no. spaghetti. I don't, yeah, it's not too much. Yeah, I I love spaghetti. Um, But it's a pretty low bar of things that me and Al Capone have in common. (laughs) That's a good thing. I'm just cracking it. Kind of in that same vein. Not not Al Capone, but, you know. It's a good uh, transition. Tell the people what we're drinking. Sorry, that was such Wait, a bad transition. Is that what you were referring to? Yeah, it was. Okay, just take a trip. I was like, what if it wasn't? No, it was. We are drinking uh, Sofia Coppola's Blanc de Blancs California bubbly wine. Um, Sofia Coppola is a director and actress in her own right, but probably more famous for her dad, Francis Ford Coppola, whose wine we've also drank on the show, but he is the director of All Three Godfathers. Um, she notoriously acted in Godfather 3 and boy was she bad <laughs> she kind of pulled down his stake last time. seriously um, I'm not gonna lie so some of the movies she's directed I don't hate them like she did Marie Antoinette with Kirsten Dunst in 2006 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, The Bling Ring with Emma Watson I I think I talked about it. I think that was my recommendation one week. I haven't seen The Bling Ring, but I watched the Netflix documentary. Or maybe it was Hulu. Either way. Um, it's Netflix and it's weird, right? Netflix, yeah. Centered around the those people of The Bling Ring. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of the one? Uh, for it being a canned, uh, is it Prosecco? What kind of wine is that? It's just a carbonated white wine, it says. Yeah. Carbonated, California carbonated white wine. Um, I don't mind it, honestly. No, it's not terrible. Um, It says it has delicate flavors of passion fruit. Oh. Go ahead. 
Passion fruit, that. citrus, and honeysuckle. I like all three of those things. It and says it came stored. in a box. A four. Oh. Sorry. It it and one box just makes to a be bottle. Produced and packed by her father's winery. It says on the back of the can. Uh, produced and packed by Francis Ford Coppola's winery. Nepotism again, even in one. She's. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, let me use your name real quick. One more time, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's really not terrible, but... So, and other things that have happened in the past uh, week that we've been off. Spotify wrapped. Huh. Yeah. As much as people uh, love to make fun of it, it is my absolute favorite. One of my favorite times of the year. Just seeing... Uh, uh, Seeing what everybody posts, no. I want to know what I posted. And I and I uh, usually always know that Harry Taylor, an artist named Kevin Garrett, is always going to rank on there. But it's so satisfying seeing their names pop up and feeling like a true fan. I don't know how <laughs> to explain it. I told you Card I was in proof. the point five top listeners of Beyonce, which... Man. I need to get a life. And that's a lot. Sounds like. Think about it. That's a lot of people. Like, a lot of people. And you listen to Renaissance the had me in it. Chunkled. Yeah. I mean, I just. I was listening to it the other day. Just, I fell off of it for, I say fell off of it. It had been like two weeks since I hadn't listened to it like straight through five times over. But I was playing <laughs> all up in your mind and I was like, God, man, this is so good. Yeah. She has 47 million followers on, um, Spotify and I'm in the top 0.5. I can't do that that's math, insane. but that's insane. That's that's, um, yeah, you are in the the cream of the crop of Beyonce fans. Cream of the crop. I um, yeah, I was pretty shocked by that. But we also got a Spotify rap for the podcast, which was really cool. <laughs> yes, yes, and we got to see how many listeners we have. I mean, we can see, like, you know, stats throughout the show, but it was nice to see it in, like, data. I don't know. Data. Proof. Yeah. Yeah. So, we've got 18 different countries, um, mm-hmm. which is just crazy to me because I can't probably think of 18 countries right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have... Um, scored our podcast 4.9 stars. Again, whoever gave us that four, I'm coming for you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a deep dive into who scored it. Yeah, well, I'm going to figure it out. Um, and we just want to say thank you because we don't do this for like money it's truly just a hobby for us and we decided to take our text conversation and make it into a podcast show and people seem to like it so we really appreciate it and to think that we've been listened to in 18 countries is crazy yeah 18 countries and i haven't checked in maybe a month or so but how like how many states have we Oh, it's got to be like 40 states at this point. Yeah, I think the last count it was like 37, so. 
yeah. the fact that if somebody has a friend in state. Alaska, let us know. Tell them yeah. to listen to us. Try um, to knock that off the list. Something that I found surprising was our second, um, our number two in our top five of countries was Finland. Yeah. And love me some Finland. I want people to know I have been trying to, I, I got really into, um, they have like this underground basically city because they share a border, I believe, with Russia. And they've what? created this like, during like the Soviet era time, there was like a lot of threats that the Russians were going to use. Um, I God, I hope I'm getting this right. The Cold War. I've heard of it. Cold War? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they had created this underground city because there was so much talk that Russians were going to like nuke and send wow. you know, across countries. So they've built this underground city, essentially, and they use it more or less. Oh, yeah. It is definitely Finland. Um, as like an attraction at this point, because thankfully there hasn't been any threat. And then once the war started earlier this year with Ukraine, I, I think I was just doing more research into it. And it has all these amenities, has all these stores. You can do shopping down there. It has like um, basketball courts and swimming pools. And it's what? something very cool to check out. Yeah. Plus they're like prime minister and her cabinet being all female. I'm, Oh, she's cool AF, too. So, I love that she's, yeah. like, always in the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should not have normal. to be a square just to be a politician. Like... There we go. It's a new fun zone. Um, yeah. Isn't Finland, too, I'm... where you get to see the Northern Lights? Well, you can see them a lot of places, but isn't it, like, really good in Finland? I'd say so, with it being so north. And then, um... <laughs> Tunisia, our number three. Yeah, I I could not point that out on a map, to be honest. I was going to say, I want to be honest. I don't know where that is. <laughs> I'm about to find out. Just I know it's in Africa. Listeners, the listeners who, they're like, listen, we spend a lot of time listening to this podcast and they can't even tell us on a map where, okay. Where we okay. live. I know, I'm sorry, okay. guys. It is nestled between Algeria and Libya. Okay, North Africa. Yeah. Okay. Right on the Mediterranean Sea and Tyrarian Sea. It's almost a little catty corner from Italy, so. <gasps> well, my Italy trip, area. maybe I'll stop there. Yeah, tell our listeners a, a little hello, grab some drinks, <laughs> grab some wine. Some wine. I'm looking yeah. at the pictures, it looks freaking beautiful. Holy crap. Um... Would not, would not, not go. That's for sure. Yeah. And rounding out our top okay. five, uh, the UK and Australia. So listeners there will also take your invite. Yes. To host uh, us hello, in mates. your country. <laughs> UK, give me a ring. And Australia. <laughs> and Australia. Australia. Yeah. The Women's World Cup is in Australia. Oh, this yeah? summer. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into these stories. We've been off for two weeks. We got some stuff to talk about. Oh, uh, buddy. Oh. Let's get into the biggest story that broke this past week. Um, 
that we are both equally yes. obsessed with. <laughs> obsessed. Oh my gosh. So on Wednesday, the Daily Mail dropped about 40 something videos and pictures of Good Morning America anchors TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, who appear, and by appear, I mean it's very obvious to be having an affair and um <laughs> both of them are married so it's pretty controversial um <laughs> they jointly host um good morning america's th- third hour and amy is married to andrew shu who is an actor from melrose place um and then TJ is married to Marilee Fabig. I don't know how to say her last name. Sorry about that. Who is an attorney. And they have also been married since 2010. Um, these pictures are the most obvious evidence I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way for them to talk them their way out of this. Um, there's a video of TJ grabbing Amy's ass. And you think, oh, maybe it was a slip up, but he literally walks mm-hmm. right back and does it again. Um, there's pictures of them out in Times Square. So they're not hiding it. They're like they're at the bar it. and it'd be easy. Without that video, I could easily see how you could make the argument that they were just two coworkers who went out for drinks after because mm-hmm. like after work or something, because they they're not trying to hide it whatsoever. Um in but, one of the most populated cities filled with paparazzi and where they host a show and, that is based out of the same city <laughs> like yes they weren't trying um, they they weren't they weren't hiding honestly i'm thinking was it his wife that hired the private investigator i don't think that they've announced it but like but which basically. one did it but people are thinking it's his wife and I'm, I'm just here to tell them that they wasted money because if they were that they open, wasted so much money because could have just walked past them with your iPhone. <laughs> yeah, you should have just asked the waiters to send you any picture that they found. Oh, yeah. Um, you just send me the the security cam footage of this night because I know it shows on our bill on our joint yeah. bank account that he they spent fifty dollars at a bar. Fifty dollars, like the Applebee's in Times Square. Um, okay, so <laughs> Amy and TJ started training for a half marathon in March 2022, which is when people think that the affair allegedly started happening. Um, they both have said that they've split from their spouses back in August, um, but that would still make it like five months that they were having an affair before mm-hmm. they split from their spouses. Um and another, a lot of people think that, like, their um, fans, I guess, started to notice that they had some chemistry when they were in England for the Queen's Jubilee back in June. Um, they traveled there for Good Morning America, and I guess all of the viewers, I don't watch Good Morning America, I'm a Today Show kind of girl, but um, all the viewers were like, uh, they're a little flirty. Um, something, something. Something's up. Um. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is just. (laughs) 
it's just funny because they weren't we've trying. been doing this all week where we would just be talking and then we both just spend time looking at pictures of them <laughs> just i know like conversation we just get into the black hole of videos of interactions of pictures of them together yes so last week this came out on thursday on wednesday last week tj and tj only did gma3 on thursday then both of them did it on friday and Mm -hmm. they were one still flirting on the air (laughs) and then two making jokes about their affair they didn't like outright make jokes but he said something like um i don't i don't i'm not ready for the weekend i don't care like i've been having a great week and yeah. she's like i'm ready for the weekend <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then poor there's a third host her name's like dr sarah or something and she's just sitting there like please get me off the stage <laughs> um can we go to commercial but break? To, yeah but today they didn't um, have either of them on the show. Today, Monday, mm-hmm. is when we're recording it. So we'll see what happens for the rest of the week. Um, They're quote-unquote having the day off. Yeah, they had the day off today. Uh, but there's I think that's something there, that's really... Definitely, uh, uh, taken off air. I don't know yeah. if it's till this dies down or what... The producers or head honchos time-wise are thinking. Yeah. I think that's something that they have to look into is that um, this isn't getting as much buzz as like the Amy TJ affair, but apparently TJ had a previous affair with um, a GMA producer named Natasha Singh while still married to his now wife. Um, Mm -hmm. So maybe they're like just making sure there's no funny business but neither one of them seemed to yeah um but let me just say this even though i'll sound terrible (laughs) amy and tj have the most chemistry i've ever (laughs) seen a couple on tv have like i'm sorry to their spouses but there is no denying that all these old clips that are coming up yes like all these old clips that are coming out, I'm like, they're, they might be so soulmates. Like, this might yeah. be, I saw a tweet that said, don't let your husband get in the way of finding your soulmate. <laughs> 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 like yeah. that, their chemistry off the charts. It like, makes me upset that I haven't known these. T- I couldn't tell you who these people were before this week. And now I'm upset that. I haven't been watching them for as long as they've both been on air together. I knew who TJ was only because I remember being like, who is this fine-ass newscaster? Um, It's like this beautiful skin, these beautiful eyes. Yeah. I cannot wait for the Lifetime movie of this. Like, Michael Ely. Michael Come Ealing. on down and get your your role. It's it's made for you, baby. It's up to you. I, Michael I, Ely is the sole reason I got. Uh, no, I enjoy Think Like a Man. 
my interest was kept for the duration of all movies because of Michael Ealy. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise, what are you watching for? Sorry, Steve yeah. Harvey. Um, <laughs> you know who else would be good in the role is uh, Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy. Give him a couple more years. Yeah. He's got to age a little start bit. today. Yeah. Yeah. Lifetime moves quick on those movies. Um, That's true. Like, somebody's already doing a Johnny Depp Amber Heard movie. Really? Which, yeah. Which is crazy. I feel like they can make him look a little bit older. It can happen. We can make him do it. Can you just stop getting fillers for a couple months and he'll be fine? There we go. He's 41. He could definitely do it. Okay. I think TJ Holmes is like... 50, maybe. Let's see. TJ Holmes. No, he's 45. Wow. Damn. The news stresses you. Yeah. Now I'm just searching pictures of him. Okay, I gotta put my phone down. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna talk about how hot (laughs) TJ Holmes is. I know. How bad is it that we're not even like guilt tripping these people? The whole internet. (laughs) How. Like, how sad is it for his wife and, I mean, her husband, that they probably went and hired this private detective. Mm -hmm. He got all of this evidence, so Mm -hmm. much evidence, and no one is like, oh my god, they're terrible. We're just like, (laughs) ooh, mmm. They're hot together. They're hot together. Um, Like, you you weren't finding anybody was like the bloopers for them talking about them training for the, the half marathon <gasps> could have started all this. And Amy seems to be a pretty avid runner and marathon goer, attendee, runner, whatever. We don't and, know the words because we don't do it. <laughs> yeah, so she's kind of like sitting upright on this couch. There's like this little love seat that they're both sitting on. And he's kind of slumped down and he's talking about how she, she's helped him train for this marathon. Yeah, like joking back and forth about like the vocabulary, like the pacer and the pacey, and how he just follows her lead basically and runs behind her. And she's like, "It doesn't matter because all that matters in the end is that we're both going to be finishers." And he gives her like this knowing, joking glance, uh-huh. and his uh-huh. eyes get big, and she kind of like jokingly slaps him on the arm. Oh, right there, I was like, "Oh uh, yeah, yeah." <laughs> That's exact video um, that I saw. That I was like. Well, you can't deny it. Um, <laughs> Chemistry is true weird. love. Is true love. I don't know what yeah. they want from me. <laughs> there was a comment. I feel for their spouses. And it was like, if I ever saw my man jokingly get hit on the arm like that, I knew my marriage was over. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I do feel bad knowing now that this is at least his second affair. Definitely his second affair with somebody at GMA. Like, yeah. go be a slut somewhere else not at work you idiot yeah <laughs> you're not even the main hour guy why are you doing this yeah i'd love to know what um uh george stephanopoulos george stephanopoulos and robin robin roberts so apparently robin confronted them a few days before the story dropped and asked mm. them if they were having an affair and they did the whole Huh? What? No. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Not us. No. 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 
us? No, not us. Could you ever see me with this one? (laughs) Him? He gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. (laughs) I may touch him with a 10-foot pole. Or you do one of those things where you, like, say it sarcastically, but you're telling the truth, where you're like, oh, yeah, we're totally boning. We just got finished doing it in my dressing room. Yeah. It's like, they actually did. (laughs) You actually... Papers are skewed about the matter. <laughs> yeah. Why is everything thrown off your desk? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I left my window open. A strong breeze came in. <laughs> yeah. TJ, your shirt's on inside out and backwards. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> that's all the kids wear it these days. It's like, uh... <laughs> yeah. Gen Z. It's a new spell. It's yeah. like trying to get uh, more viewers, a younger yeah. audience. <laughs> Man, I cannot believe ABC pulled them from the air, though. I mean, I get it for oh. controversial purposes, but their ratings had to be through the roof. I bet never Friday have I ever cared about like watching. Most watched third hour of GMA, probably oh. ever. Yeah, I didn't even know that that was a show. I didn't know. I knew Good Morning America was, I but know. I didn't know GMA three was its own separate show, like entity different. Um. I had seen another video of Reese Witherspoon was on like a couple months ago promoting the morning show, which is if anybody doesn't know or doesn't have Apple TV, it's about, I assume I haven't watched it, but I know it's about like network. Like a morning show, kind of like a morning. Yeah, basically. Um, And I guess because Reese is a big star, they had like kind of like a panel of hosts out. So it was Robin Roberts or no, I'm sorry. It wasn't Robin Roberts. It was George Stephanopoulos. Um, Amy and Michael Strahan all like kind of in a semicircle talking to Reese and she's like yeah so you know comes up here and she's joking around like you know do you guys have any ideas she's like I love coming on like these morning shows and promoting the morning show because I love to hear what the anchors have to say about this like fabricated show and Amy says something along the lines of man we got some storylines you can use and Michael Strahan starts laughing and George Stephanopoulos is like a little like ha 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 and you can tell Reese has no idea what's going on. She's like ha 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I'll find the video and I'll post it on our story but I was like oh other I wonder, other how, many, I wonder how long they've known. Gosh. That makes me jealous. My work doesn't have good gossip like I'm this. So I mean like we don't have anything good. Because we don't work with celebrities. But even then, sometimes like jobs just have some good gossip and yeah, some good water cooler. Talk. Ours is yeah, ours is wiggity whack. We we need to spice it up. Maybe that's where on. you step in. I don't think so. I do my work and I go home. I don't. <laughs> I am there for the check and nothing else. Um... <laughs> Alright, let's go to the next story. We'll keep you guys updated. If they get fired, though, I'm gonna be pissed. It's 2022. As long as they're not a power dynamic difference in the relationship, who cares if people have a consensual workplace relationship? Exactly. I mean, right. obviously, what's our next for story? their spouses, but... Oh, yeah. And their kids. But this we is, approve like, so this couple. To have your We're parents. sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I really hate to they say get, it. They get through the grapevine stamp. Um, uh, 
So, in other news this week, Balenciaga had put out a campaign um, featuring these toddlers holding these BDSM bears. Um, I don't know exactly what part in the photo that this was campaigning for. Um, a children's line of clothes? I don't know. Uh, but as people zoomed in, um, one, a child holding a bondage teddy bear is already deeply unsettling to look at. That's just odd. Um, and then in some other photos, there was uh, these papers that were kind of all scattered around. And upon zooming in, people had realized that it was documents from the Supreme Court case, um, United States versus Williams, uh, which is a ruling that upheld the PROTECT Act which increased federal protections against child pornography. Um, so just another very gross thing that happened through this campaign. Um, they put up and it was the internet quickly met it with backlash as it so should have been. And then it just seemed like they didn't know how to respond to it correctly. Or I just don't know why this happened at all. Um, at first, the Fashion House altogether issued a statement saying it should not have been featured with children in this campaign, as well as the unsettling documents. Um, they said they were taking the matter, matter, matter seriously, yada, yada, yada. Then came the photographer, uh, Gabrielle Gallimaberti. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he either. basically said, I was there for the check. Uh, I don't have any creative direction over what I'm photographing i'm just told to come in and to photograph um mm, mm. he says as a photographer i was only and solely requested to to lit the given scene and to take the shots according to my signature style um and then demna who i believe is their head creative director if i'm getting that right um apologize on his instagram um saying as much as I would sometimes like to provoke a thought through my work, I would never have an intention to do that with such awful subject as child abuse that I condemn, period. Um, then the That's... president, the CEO made a statement, yada, yada, yada. I just don't know who's not taking blame for this. Like, whose idea it's somebody's it was stupid idea. It's a terrible idea. And for a child to be holding that bear, I just, I, uh, Balenciaga's canceled. I just, there's really no coming back from shit like that. I mean, I'm sure they will because there's, I don't feel like there's any such thing as recourse unless you are, and here we come in, uh, Kanye West, who does not condemn because he thinks it is. Uh, his latest thing is what free speech thinking that everybody should be oh, able yeah. to say anything that they want without like I say recourse or any sort of um, backlash Kim Kardashian uh, has made a statement because she's basically the face of Balenciaga lately and she says that she's reevaluating her future relationship with the brand so we'll see where that goes but just what a wild story for 
a fashion house to have. Dude, like, what do you... Okay, so, like, last month, was it? Maybe two months ago? They did the White Lives Matter shirts Kanye with Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you would yeah. think that that was, like, enough reason for them to calm the fuck down. And now they go and do this, which... Somebody made the decision, you know? Like, it's not like those documents accidentally were the ones picked. It's not like that court case was the one that was like, oh, yeah, just Google a court case, print it out so we can use it on the, in the background. Like, no, you had to purposely go and search for that case. And then to tie it in with exactly. kids. That is just fucking weird. Like... Because, to be honest, when I saw the pictures of the kids, one, I ain't gonna lie to you, I didn't pay too much attention because my ass can't afford Balenciaga, so I wasn't, (laughs) like, staring the ad down to see if I like something on there, but, um, I didn't, I thought that the outfits that the bears were wearing were, like, um, now that I think about it, they're definitely inappropriate, but I thought that they were, like, (laughs) like, 80s. Uh, motorcycle riders. I can see that. that. I'm looking at the pictures now, and I could definitely see how you would have interpreted the bears to be. But like that, I and I just looked at it because I just saw like controversy about it, and then I saw fucking Tucker Carlson talking about it. So I truly, as bad as this sounds, ignored it because I was like, oh, this is some like crazy like QAnon shit. Mm-hmm. And then more and more people started talking about it, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, oh, um, this is BDSM and, like, harnesses, and tr- truly just thought it was, like, 80s motorcycle wear. Um, yeah. And then I saw about the court case that they use as background, and I was like, um, uh, I, I, I truly don't get how... If, if there's no like checking system, if the creative director just basically gets free reign, um, I mean, I think that they're trying to get controversy. Were, yeah, like, clearly, like they were like, we want to quote unquote provoke a thought, but what's the thought you're trying to what, provoke? Yeah, yeah, just it's so gross. It's so gross. Um, so we'll keep we'll do like a little update to see like the basically like road to redemption for Balenciaga, but past month they've had is uh not great at all it's just I, really I have so many questions about this because with white lives matter and then uh shit like this how many how many people had to go through and approve this before mm-hmm. it, the pictures were taken mm-hmm. and then you know you've got to have parents to sign their kids up for it mm-hmm. um because i think that all the time not just like necessarily stuff like this i'm always wondering about like people who sign their kids up to do yeah any sort of child work hollywood things like mm-hmm. i was also, watching something the other day set being like you're giving my child a bear bdsm yeah, yeah. and I, yeah, not to, like, victim blame, but, like, seriously, where are the parents? Um, I just, 
If you have to rely on scandal to sell your clothes, maybe you should just make better clothes. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm reading through this article now. It says um, Balenciaga is now suing North Six, the company that produced the photo shoot, as well as the set designer, Nicholas Desjardins. Suing them for what? That you guys came up with an idea together and you didn't yeah. tell them not to do it and... Now you're getting backlash, so you're trying to look like the good guy? Says the lawsuit, according to documents seen by the Washington Post, claimed that malevolent or, at the very least, extraordinary reckless decisions were made to the set without Balenciaga's knowledge or approval, as the company is seeking nearly $25 million in damages due to the now publicly perceived association between the company and the, quote, repulsive and deeply disturbing subject of the court decision. Like, again, who checked off on it after the pictures were taken? You could have very easily That's what I'm them. saying. Before they're, Do you know how many steps it takes to go from an idea to mm-hmm. producing pictures? Like, exactly. It's not like these pictures leaked from the photo shoot. Like, these are photos that Balenciaga put out themselves and, like, mm-hmm. put on their socials, put on their actual website. It's just an excuse. So the set designer that Nicholas Desjardins says, um, everyone from Balenciaga was on the shoot and was present on every shot and worked on the edit of every image in post-production in response to the news of the lawsuit. I just, I I believe that 110% Balenciaga tanked with Kanye and 25 seems to be, I mean, it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But $25 million is kind of like, oh, we were maybe expecting X amount of money to come from this Kanye collaboration. And then yeah. it ended up being White Lives Matter. So these shirts that obviously nobody's going to put a cent into. Um, and they were thinking they could get maybe something equal to $25 million from that collaboration. And now they are using this as a way to... yeah. But again, I just don't think that Kanye had free reign like that at Balenciaga. Like, oh, yeah. that they didn't know that the shirts were going to say White Lives Matter until he showed them on their own way. I just... Exactly. There's just a, there's a lot of... I don't know. Like, bureaucracy before something gets produced. Right. Right. So, boo and gross and shame on Balenciaga. And, uh... Like I said, well, if if they do anything worth reporting or speaking about um, in the future about how they're going to come back from this, we'll bring it up. But if not, until further notice, uh, they're canceled. <laughs> yeah. Also, boo Elon Musk for letting Kanye West back on Twitter, only hmm. for him to post um, a swastika mixed with the star of David. And to me, that's not what got him kicked off Twitter. It wasn't until Kanye started making fun of Elon Musk that he got kicked off Twitter, which is insane that you can post a swastika and not mm-hmm. really get in trouble, but you make fun of the owner of a company and then you get kicked off. And now you're suspended. Um, exactly. Yeah. And Kanye dropped a little tidbit while he was get in the process of getting kicked off that he says that um, Kim 
slept with Chris Paul, the NBA player, who's <laughs> one we've had on the show, and it was very good. But uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Paul, great one. Maybe a cheater as well. Perhaps. Um, Perhaps. Um, I don't know if there's any correlation or if Drake is just a Chris Paul fan. But once... <laughs> But once Connie made that statement, uh, people had noticed that Drake, around the same time period, had posted a picture on his Instagram, um, maybe like poking fun at Kanye because him and two other friends are wearing Chris Paul's jerseys from his like various different teams that he's played for. And I was like, Mm. I love key. I love the Drake and Kanye beef. Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. And he drives Kanye mad. Even though I'm getting, like, kind of sick of Drake, but it's okay. At some point, I feel like once everybody gets big enough, we get sick of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just kind of corny now, though. Yeah. He's going to do something soon that's going to give us, like, like, we, we, we like him now. We're like, oh, it's just Drake, you know. He's weird now or whatever. He's corny. But God forbid one day he's going to do something that gives us the ick. And I mean, he already kind of has the way he talks to Millie Bobby Brown before she oh, turned 18 God. and Billie Eilish. And he said that he was just a mentor to them because um, being young in the industry. He, yeah, he knew what it was like to be a child star. And I was like. Well, mm. I don't talk to Bieber for that. <laughs> they don't need like, there's got to be somebody else that he can be a mentor, like, that can be their mentor. Like, and per- specifically a woman would be my choice to be their yeah. mentor. Yeah. Jersey Drake. Um, Who would be a good mentor? Okay. Who do we think is... I was going to say Drew Barrymore. But... That's good. She's... Perhaps. Mm, okay. Yeah, True. I think she gives me like, to be, almost though. too much mom vibes. I need somebody, who, but she's cool. Like she's cool, but she's oh, you want somebody younger, yeah. like Selena Gomez or yeah, um, yeah, like a Miley or a Selena. Maybe Miley. Oh, well, I feel like she's Maybe on the other Miley. side. She's better yet. She's better now. Yeah, I was gonna say Emma Watson. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, let's definitely put these girls in touch Demi with them. Lovato. Dakota yeah. Fanning, there's one. Elephant. Yeah, she really she went, made a bunch of money, and then dipped. I love yeah. it. Like she's like, I'm gonna let my sister take the spotlight for a while. Oh, which her sister's in that show, the great, mm-hmm. great show. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, what okay. else do we got to talk about? We have one more story, and it's very exciting news. Um. It's it's weird news to me though, but it's very exciting. Uh, this Saturday, Kiki Palmer hosted Saturday Night Live with SZA as the musical guest. Um, SZA announced that her album will be coming out this Friday, but more importantly, Kiki Palmer announced that she's pregnant with her first child. We are pro Kiki Palmer. Oh, Kiki Palmer, Stan, Stan. I um sometimes I just watch her too. impressions of Angela Bassett just for I know. Did lot. you see the video of her and Angela Bassett recently and she got yes. to do it? You sent it to me. Yeah. She got to do her Angela Bassett in um, front of Angela Bassett. In front of Angela Bassett. 
But um, she announced she's pregnant with her boyfriend, Darius Jackson's baby. And um, I'm really happy for her because she's been pretty open about having PCOS and polycystic mm -hmm. ovarian syndrome. And that makes it a lot more difficult for women to get pregnant. So I'm sure she's super excited. Um, she's also come out and said that when she was 15, she had an abortion. And she uh, always have said that she never regretted it um mm -hmm. so she's been pretty open about her like private life and journey through um reproductive history and her yeah like pregnancy journey so um very happy for her they um that she told everybody it was very uh beyonce love on top uh, whatever year yes. she was pregnant with um, Blue Ivy, where she just ripped open her jacket and showed off her, her baby bump. Um, but I was cracking up at the way that she delivered the joke, being like she was trying to keep it under wraps, but people were um, already trying to congratulate her. And she was like, listen, I got some deals down the line, like down the pipe here. I got to for some liquor company. <laughs> <laughs> I said, wait till that chat clears and then you congratulate me. <laughs> When I, I had seen a couple pictures of her and I was like, oh, I wonder if she's pregnant, but I didn't want to like assume. Yeah. And I was like, maybe yeah. she just gained like some weight or something. Um, but no, she is. I remember definitely thinking that when she was uh, doing some promo for Nope. I was like, oh, she's like. Yeah. And I, and you, yeah, like the same, like you hate having that thought. You're like, oh, she gained some weight. Like maybe, you know, this promotional tour is just taking a toll on her or something, but. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. But, so. nope, she's pregnant. This is going to be, like, the internet's niece or nephew. Like, oh, God, yes. You're so right. We're all going to lay claim to this child. Um, yeah. Let's, uh... But happy for Kiki. Congratulations. Yeah. Let's get into our recommendations. Oh, Okay. My recommendation, this, did you want me to go first? Sorry. Yeah. I really skipped you. You okay. said, let me talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> no, yeah. go ahead. My recommendation this week is um, Wednesday on Netflix. It's starring Jenny Ortega as Wednesday Adams. Um, it's executive produced by Tim Burton. <laughs> I'm laughing because... Courtney knows. Uh, <laughs> this is like the hottest take I've ever had on this show. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think Tim Burton's that great. I don't think his work's that great. I, I don't get it. I don't care about it. I, It's not for me. I'm not, yeah. also not like a horror movie girly. That's not really horror, but like it's... Halloweeny stuff. Not your vibe. Not for me. Not my vibe. So not, not a vibe. Tim Burton fan. But I do like this. I am not gonna act like everybody else on the internet. I don't think that it is like the most groundbreaking show ever. If you like Sabrina on Netflix, you'll like this. Mm -hmm. Um so it's a step above CW shows, but it could have definitely been a CW show, is what I'm saying. But I still enjoyed it. Um Jenny Ortega plays Wednesday and she um, gets sent to 
her parents' old school called the Nevermore Academy, where she's trying to hone in her magical skills. Is the only mm-hmm. way I can think to say it. But there's a monster in town um, that's killing random people, and she kind of takes it upon herself to figure out who the monster is and to catch them. And it's really good. It's got Gwendolyn Christie, who is from Game of Thrones, as the principal. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones as um, the mom. Breaking. Christy Alley has died. I just got a Whoa. people notification. Whoa. Christy Alley, star of Cheers and Dropped a Gorgeous. Also, she's very much known for her um, witch weight loss. Um, you know what I know her from? Mm. It Takes Two with Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh, yeah. That's like my favorite thing with her. I don't know if they've announced how it happened. Um, damn. 71 years old. 71? Yeah. Wow. Weight loss diet. Who was it? Weight Watchers? Jenny Craig. Jenny Craig, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. That just popped up as you were speaking. I don't know. Oh, sorry. It's got... I was we get back into one second. Okay, so it's got um Catherine Zeta Jones, Gwendolyn Christie, um, and then Christina Christina Ritchie, who played Wednesday in the Adams Family movies, mm-hmm. is a teacher at the school. Really? Um, My sister said yeah. she stayed up till like two AM watching it. And I have also... I watched the whole thing in one day. Um, oh, really? 30-minute episodes? It was pretty good. Or hour episodes? It's eight short. episodes. Eight, eight one-hour episodes. Okay. Um, well, they're like 45 minutes, so it's easier. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's good. I recommend it. It's got 8.5 out of 10 stars on IMDb. I don't really use that as a scale for much of anything, but good too. I, uh... I really have excuse me. Um, for Jenny Ortega because I feel like that's been a name. She's I mean, she's fairly young herself. Um Yeah, I think she's twenty. Yeah, but she's been in the industry for a very, very, very long time and this seems to be like maybe her breakout role finally. She was on was she on you? Yes. I believe yeah, so. Yeah. The little sister on you. Yeah. Um Um, she was on uh Jane the Virgin, as young Jane looks like. And she was on a Disney... She's a Disney kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's nice that she seems to be getting a... Like I said, finally some recognition. I would always remember her name because um, it's a very memorable last name, especially if you're a Disney Channel fan, because Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Her name is Jenna Ortega, and I keep calling her Jenny Ortega because of Kenny Ortega. Jenny and Kenny. No, I just thought about that. Jenna yeah. yeah, I guess I just did too. Um, that's a good record. I'm. I think I'm gonna start that this week. Yeah. Why Netflix didn't drop this around Thanksgiving is not Thanksgiving around October, Halloween. That's what mm-hmm. it's called. Jeez, <laughs> is mind blowing to me. Why they dropped it around Christmas is 
incredibly dumb, but um Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. Um, if anybody is looking right. for a fun, easy movie, I feel like we don't get enough of these these days, or if they do, they're really badly done. They're just really crappy yeah. rom com, um, or like just comedy movies. Um, it's called The People We Hate at the Wedding, and it has Allison Janey, Ben Platt, Kristen Bell, and um, Ben Platt and Kristen Bell are brother and sister, and they have a half-sister, um, this actress named Cynthia Adai Robinson. I'm not familiar with her work. Um, they're kind of estranged with her. She stayed in London. They grew up in the States. She became very wealthy. She's having... Um, her own wedding in their in England for the nuptials and they're both just hot messes Kristen Bell and Ben Platt and their mom is hooking up with their half sisters she's the, the elder half sister so the father of the half sister again after all these years um fun movie nothing nothing to write home about but if you need something easy to watch I recommend it. it's on Amazon Prime so I know. I want to watch that too. So it's pretty cute. Oh, buddy, should we? <laughs> should we yeah. get our sour grapes? Yeah, let's get our sour grapes. You have a sour grape that um, I truly don't know what happened. Uh, with so, so tell us everything. Um, so. As we briefly discussed earlier, Kanye West is like the biggest anti-Semitic person on the planet now. And um, he sucks ass. We've said it before. He's our forever sour grape. Mm -hmm. But for no reason at all, Akon, the 2000 singer, has come out and defended Kanye. Yeah, and called his anti-Semitic comments a matter of opinion and said that Jews should not take his comments personally until they understand his situation. What's the situation? Um, what's the situation? What's the situation? If you... Um, this reminds me of the TikTok that's like, um, what's going on, guys? Yeah, that's literally... What's going on? What's, what's going on? He, um... He said that Kanye's comments don't bother him at all because they don't affect him, which is wild that we can't empathize with people who don't have the same problems as us. Um, And he didn't just say it. He, like, went on a British news show and doubled down on his comments. So, Akon, I don't know if you just need... um, like attention right relevance now. this um, is not the way to get it this is not the way to to get it um not to mention he's so easily easily canceled akon mm-hmm. because who gives two shits about him like yeah, you have not had a song since smack that which came out in 2007 um Nobody cares about the opinion of Akon. I cannot believe he was on a new show to be able to. Yeah, get what was his he even opinion. on the show about? 
yeah, that's the questions that need answers. Um, I truly don't know why he was on there. And then also he got the most obvious hair plugs and they look terrible. And that annoys me too, even though again, has like literally nothing to do with anything. But if you're going to be ugly, don't be stupid. (laughs) Like, which one is it? Like, don't be a nasty person and nasty on the outside. You you don't have the right to do those. So um wow. Yeah. Um something else. Something else. Acon. It's like so That's unnecessary. Hilarious. But I have a second uh <laughs> a second a second Sour grapes. <laughs> On the bit lighter side. Uh, well, and maybe lighter, lighter, lighter. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you guys know, we are currently obsessed with White Lotus, as is everybody else that has an HBO subscription. Um, and in the first episode of the show, we got to see all of our teenage crush, Theo James, um, penis. And yep. I was wondering how you say it. I was going to say <laughs> member, but yeah. Yeah, I'll just say the <laughs> actual word. We got to see his penis. And uh, we all, even boys, were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but he was recently on Jimmy Kimmel and he said that it's a prosthetic. And, and he in that said moment, that he just was- felt dreams die. He felt hearts break. Die. Yeah. You hurt the hearts break. You saw me fall down in Target on my knees. Um, <laughs> no. Fist to the sky. <laughs> he said that he told the prosthetics department that it was too big. No. And the prosthetics was, yes. And the prosthetics department was like, no, it needs to be big for the storyline. And he was like, I don't think it does. And, I guess he was kind of like embarrassed that it was so big. So big? <laughs> so, it's nothing yeah. to be embarrassed about. No, like no. that's what. If I was him, I would have never told anybody that was prosthetics. No. Would... <laughs> no. How would we have known? We all thought it was real until yeah. he went on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Like, um, what were you thinking? Damn. Upsetting. <laughs> Upsetting. <laughs> also, if nobody's watching White Lotus, um, yeah, do it immediately and do it before next week, and then catch up with us. Um, next Sunday is the season finale, and I am, I'm really upset. I get why I finally, I think I put it together why there's only seven episodes because they're at this resort for a week, and basically every episode is a day. It's supposed to be a day. Um, okay, that makes I sense. Am, I'm so upset. I, I kind of, I, I, I finished out watching season one, but it felt kind of lackluster to me. The ending, this, uh, this season has every episode. I'm wow. just like, God, that was so good, so much better. And for the people that say that they're watching and nothing happens on the show, you clearly are not watching. Mm-mm. It's not, you know, Game of Thrones where there's action scenes. It's a dialogue based show. It is. You paying attention and picking stuff up on the background. 
It's a show that you have to like watch critically and think and yeah. It's not Westworld where it's impossible to figure out what's going on unless you go listen to a podcast and read seven like pages of Reddit. It's not like that, but and it quite literally They're not giving away the show, but there are good. Uh well, it, it's a I guess in some ways it's a who done it, how they do it type show because they show you right yeah. off the bat at the end of the week somebody or somebody's will be dead. So you spend the whole time watching the show being like trying to piece together is this thing bad mm-hmm. enough that would have this person killed or uh you, you know god i love it so and then you kind of are rooting for people to die if somebody's gonna die you're like i'd rather it be this person um okay. but oh. everybody watch it y'all need to be watching yeah um yeah. <laughs> my sour grape this week um i feel like i mentioned him a couple weeks ago before it's jesse rutherford lee singer of the neighborhood um and current boyfriend of Billie Eilish. Um, only reason I bring him up is because uh, every year Vanity Fair uh, does this reoccurring interview with Billie Eilish and they ask her essentially the same questions and every year they do the playback of previous years and she basically watches herself um, grow up. It's so cute. I've watched it every single year for the past six. Um, but this year they ask if she's in a relationship as they always do. And she talks about her boyfriend. Um, he's 31. I do believe she just turned 20. Um, yes. And she talks about, and I don't, I don't know if it's something to boast about. Um, I'm also, I'm giving her her age. She's 20. I don't know if this is, she thinks it's cool, but she says, um, the hottest fucking fucker alive. I pulled him. That was all me. That she did all the work. And she was like, I, I pulled somebody that I've had a crush on. Everybody knows he's the hottest fucking fucker alive. And I pulled them. That was all me. And she's gloating about it. And it, I was having such a pleasant time watching this interview as I've done for the past five years previously. And she said that and I was like, it's so gross. Apparently he was in the room. Um, so it was just... Again, I think when we I brought him up last time, we had the same conversation. Is like, what can a thirty-one-year-old and a twenty-year-old have, have in common, common to speak about to have a relationship that way? Um, so anyway, I just I'm I'm he's going to be my reoccurring uh, sour grape because it was just it was just gross. Yeah, yeah. So that's so gross. I think about like when you're a kid and you have a, a crush on you know. When you're in middle school and you have a crush on a high schooler or like, you know, it's like your friend's older brother or something. I would never, once I became like of age, want to date them. I would think that they were weird for Mm. wanting to date somebody so young. Yeah. And like, clearly he had been thinking about it if he decided to start dating her now. Yeah. Like. It's also weird that, I mean, this relationship would have been probably even grosser if he was the one that was pulling her but that he had her do all the work like i don't know i mean it would have been gross obviously if that if he was the one that was like 
as Love Island would say, doing the grafting. That's the only word that could come to mind yeah. when I talk about this. But yeah, it's almost like she's proud that she's convinced a 31-year-old to date her. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know. There's not a good way to cut it and make it sound good. So it's just. It's not it, guys. It's not it. Not it. But on to better news. This is why we, this is why we shuffled things around so we can end on better notes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh, who is your crushed grape for this week? Um, I have a few, but it's all one thing. Mine are the people who were the Kennedy Center honors. So that's you two, Amy Grant, Gladys Knight, George Clooney, and Tanya Leone. Um, Sorry, my brain just went out. (laughs) Um, One, I can't believe Gladys Knight is just now getting the Kennedy Center honors because she's a legend. Um, But also... Julia Roberts attended for George Clooney. If you guys don't know, they're like best, best friends. Um, And she wore this custom machino gown that's covered with framed photos of George Clooney. (laughs) (laughs) It is so funny. I mean, it's like head to toe, different pictures of George Clooney, pictures of her and George Clooney, um, like pictures of him back from the 80s, recent pictures. It is just <laughs> that's so funny. hilarious I'm that she decided to do it. But <laughs> she's so cool. Oh my gosh, she is. Have you heard the story about how Martin Luther King paid for her birth? Yes, because her parents owned an acting school in Atlanta, and. They were, like, the only acting school in the city that would accept black kids. Mm-hmm. And they, Martin Luther King's daughter went there. And as a thank you, whenever they delivered Julia Roberts, Martin Luther King and Greta Scott King paid for her birth. Amazing. And I think that's crazy that Julia Roberts, like, doesn't tell people that. Because, one, what a flex. Two, Truly. that'd be, like, the best, like, anytime somebody calls her mean or something... Oh, I'd be like, yeah. oh god, the best two trees in the law. But anybody like tries to like call her out about something, I'd be like, uh, actually, yeah, <laughs> Martin Luther King paid for my birth, so excuse oh, you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. This is such a hilarious um, gown that she's wearing. I hadn't seen that. I know. Who is your crush grapes this week? Uh, my crush grape. So actually, since we recorded, uh, sadly. The U.S. men's national team um, they had qualified, like we spoke about. They got through group stages. They got to the round of 16 in the World Cup, um, which is like an achievement in and without, without itself. Um, they unfortunately lost this past weekend to the Netherlands. Um, but it was so nice, one, watching everybody. Uh, no one is more... The country is never more universally friendly and proud to be an American unless sports are involved, it feels like. Yeah, Um, yeah. I've never seen so many people care about, cheer on, and love soccer. Unlike last year, obviously, when the women uh, won the World Cup, which was incredible as well. Um, 
but yeah, they they're unfortunately out. But it was just so fun going to these men's USA games. Oh my gosh! And seeing everybody I had a blast and like truly care Sunday. Um, so I went to. I mean Saturday. I went to a a watch party and. You know, the game was at 10 a.m. We got there at like 9.15 a.m. Packed bar. Packed mm-hmm. bar. 9.15 a.m. Everybody's wearing all like United States shirts and right. like gear. They were passing out um, like a list of chants to yell during oh. the game. Um, I looked up during the national anthem. I'm trying to get a drink at the bar. I look up during the national anthem. Some guys got like a full flag on a flagpole. <laughs> you know how like. The ROTC has it, and they wear it like as a belt. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. He he had that at oh the God. watch party, and it was like holding it up during the national anthem. It was it was so much fun. Um, I will now go back to critiquing the government, but it was a really fun. It was a fun time to be an American. Of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really fun for that period. Yeah. Up until till the women's World Cup, I'm back to shit talking. Exactly. Exactly. Um. <laughs> So that's our show, guys. So, yeah. Again, thanks for listening. Well, um, I have a I have a fun idea for uh, maybe like a bonus episode. I'm gonna talk Dariana about, and if so, I want everybody to be on the lookout. Um, because I have a fun idea for Christmas. So I think we'll start getting into okay. our Christmas uh job. Oh yeah, I've recommended two Christmas episodes. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about TVs. Movies, songs, favorite presents, what we want this year, what you should get, food, cookies, eggnog. (laughs) We we share that. We share that. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to have to do like either an extra long Christmas episode or two Christmas episodes. Yeah. Um, But But as for this week, oh, it looks like Christy Alley. After a brief battle with cancer. So, okay, well, I just wanted to break the news and then make sure you guys had the reason. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was so yeah, sorry to end on that. <laughs> Back to Christmas. Look for the Christmas episodes. <laughs> As always, follow us on Instagram uh, oh, at Through the Grapevine Pod, Twitter, Through the Vine Pod, and uh, Ethan. Thanks for looking out for us. Thank you. Editor and producer. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.